Hello, oh live cast. What you wanted to start the live cast? We thought you wanted to log out of Castbox. Nope. What's going on, everybody? Or three of you bodies? What's going on, guys? See, Melanie has joined. Melanie. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. I'm on my phone. I'm I'm not home yet, but Oh. Yeah. That's okay. Well, it's all good. It's all good. Are you driving? No, I'm not at the moment. Oh, at the moment. What are you doing? Where are you at? Tell us all about I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in my car, sweating my balls off. <laughs> I'm going to step out for a minute. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, hey, if you need to drive home, you can do No, that. it's okay. I just got to clean when I got to clean when I get there, so I'm not in a big rush. Okay. Jesse. Hey. What's going on? Not much. Where did I'm uh move? I'm worried about my tech tonight, but I think my tech is okay. I, I don't know. What what's wrong? What's, what's your just, tech doing? Well, you know, uh, nothing's nothing like getting ready for a podcast, and the one thing you wanted to do you can't do. Mm-hmm. It's it's not my tech. It's it's this website I want to get into because it's about money, and that's why oh. it's frustrating. Oh, <laughs> like, like you, yeah. I have one of those uh, flexible spend uh, spending accounts for like medical expenses. So I bought some eyeglasses. And it keeps bouncing my claim, and now I can't look at why, and, it, <laughs> and that's infinitely frustrating. That, yeah, yeah, that's not good. Well, you should tell us all your login information. Maybe we can help troubleshoot it. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> I I think that's a great idea. Uh, Paul says he will be joining us in a moment. Uh, it's going to be kind of a kicked back show because Randy needs to learn to relax on these lives live casts uh <laughs> does he he does a little bit he gets a little stressed sometimes he worries about about things too much like where's all the listeners our review sucks you know stuff like that <laughs> we have a review no not not today i'm just saying the okay. last couple of episodes i've been too tense about it too intense uh. Well, I don't know why you would have been worried about the last one, considering it it went on uh, the main feed as one of our main episodes of the month. So. Yeah, and I think it I think it turned out okay. I don't know if uh, well, Melanie, I know you didn't. I don't know if you re-listened to it, Jesse. Once it I haven't had a chance to yet, but I also am. I don't know. Like usually, yeah. I'm pretty uh, pretty much I go right to it and I re-listen, but uh, this time I didn't because I know we just poo pooed that movie the whole time. I was like, did we give it a fair shake? I don't know that. Honestly, I still don't know that we did. And, you know, like there's no amount of editing that's going to really change the content of our review. Right. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think it was too raw. Like, I don't know when you watched it, but I watched it literally the day before. So I was still very disappointed. (laughs) Like I hadn't given it a chance to wear off. Yeah. I know Paul's got some he he was inspired by the movie. Mm. He's got something he wants to talk about later, but that'll be a bit later. (laughs) I've got so, an idea for that. I've got an idea for that. I didn't think I would. I was like, ah, no, they did what they did. They did the best possible thing. No, I got one. 
I think our talk of potential, what a sequel would look like, I think I did cut that because I was like, okay, it's all just kind of going on too long. Um, but yeah, most right. of the reviews still made it to the main episode. Uh, today, though, today's agenda, uh, listeners, yo, you know, we're down to us. Today's agenda hosts. Oh. Uh, that's what it says. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I wish I could. Uh, I, I suppose to... I could just share this this link that we're using. It doesn't matter. Whatever. You know what? If the episode's good, I'm going to repurpose it for an ep- for a regular episode anyway. So. Oh, there you go. I probably won't. This is all news, and I don't reuse the news segments because they're too timely. Can't have something that's too timely. No. You know. I realize the evergreen, especially especially when uh, you know we make timely references to our episode 100 coming up. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yes, it'll get here eventually. I, I, I got I, I've got backlogs of live casts that I could put in the place if I need to buy us some more time. <laughs> I think you might, uh, based on the nonsense that keeps showing up on our uh, on our uh, Facebook group. <laughs> right we need to sort that out that's yeah. dominant all right so i know what the problem is i know where all the listeners are at we didn't play the intro music that'll bring them if you play it they will come right <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah, how that that's okay. that yeah that's how it works that's how it works i i believe How you know? It's so dark. It's so dark. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, on the on the regular show, I am using the new '80s or not the regular show, but the the proper feed version of Nights. I am using the '80s style theme, but I did drop the sax out just because. But the sax is that's right. uh, I know that's that's right. Melody hasn't heard this new version. Oh, oh yeah. (laughs) We I my I. Based on something Paul had said, uh, I Miami viced it. My Miami viced it up a bit. So okay, j- just well, because. Okay. What, what's wrong? Nothing. I'm distracted. There's a bunch of flowers here with like 500 bumblebees, and I've got my camera. So start taking pictures. I, I have been. Uh, as I said, um, today's here we go. Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello. Yes. The whole, we got the whole, the whole, the night shift is here. Oh, I, I like that. I, I like, like it. I like that. I see your 500 bumblebees and raise you millions of crickets. <laughs> you were talking <laughs> about crickets, man. You were talking about crickets earlier. Yeah, don't worry about it, man. It's, it's live. The crickets are part of the atmosphere. It wouldn't be. It's that sets the nighttime tone. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. I uh, I tagged Paul in something earlier today from Castbox about the I crickets. That. that was awesome. <laughs> the The post was uh, where should you podcast? Wrong answers only. And so I was like, <laughs> the Cricket Cove, aka Paul's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. You know what? It doesn't matter if there's nobody here to listen. We're here. So uh, I got news. 
I got news for okay. us. That's pretty much the episode. I know Paul's got a Brightburn thing he wants to talk about. And um, I guess we got a little bit of what's coming up this weekend. Uh, that's about it. So let's get to the news. Okay. First up, Brad Pitt confirms Tarantino's plan for extended Once Upon a Time in Hollywood miniseries. Uh, so basically, the gist really? of this, yeah, the gist of this, this is, uh, so Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is, it's long, it's a long movie, it's two hours and 40 minutes long, something like that. Well, apparently the assembly cut, which is like the very first cut they put together, uh, was four hours and something minutes long, uh, four hours and 20 minutes. And so... Uh, I have a feeling this is something we talked about a little bit previously, if not on this show, at least on GCU, because uh, um, the extended, the miniseries version of uh, what is Hateful Eight kind of felt like, I don't know, uh, dabbling a toe in the water to see how that goes. And so it sounds like Tarantino has plans to do the same type of treatment to this put together an extended miniseries style cut of this four hour plus movie of once upon a time in Hollywood. And it'll given that Netflix got hateful eight, it'll probably be Netflix. So eventually we'll probably see that as a extended miniseries version on Netflix. Mr. Tarantino's opus. And (laughs) is that a Mr. Holland's opus reference? (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah. Heck yeah. It is. Holy crap. Uh, now I want to watch that movie. Jasper, Jasper, what's going on? Call in if you feel like it. Holy moly. I'm amazed. I'm just surprised to see your name pop up in the chat. A wild Jasper <laughs> has emerged. And and Jasper, in case you're wondering, yes, as far as I know, it's just us here. <laughs> this is the whole Grolix family. All right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. what you, would Are you guys, I don't even know if, Jesse and Paul, I don't even know if you guys saw. Oh, Jasper's at work. See? God! Apparently, we only get listened to by people at work, so this is why we don't get the listeners when we do evening time. Yeah. I was going to mention this off off of the the show, but since it's kind of clear and present, um, I'm actually going to be teaching a night class on Thursday nights (laughs) during... This time, <laughs> uh, starting at the end of the month. So, I mean, it's only for five weeks, but that would take me out of the rotation for you know, five weeks. Well, I mean, as I've said before, like, if it's a situation where we find a time slot that works and you just can't make it for a while or whatever, that's fine. I, I, so long as I have some fallbacks. Um, but... <laughs> I mean, do we want to talk about moving the show again? We don't have not right now. We're not going to talk about it right now, but right, right. We might want to discuss moving the show again because I have not been thrilled with this time slot or any. Of the, in fact, since we moved away from, it's just a, yeah. Man, all the noon, all the noon time show uh, time slots were better than uh, the nighttime ones have been. I guess it makes sense if people listen while they're at work, but it just kind of blows my mind. I just would not have. I did not anticipate that. So, you know, that's all right. We'll figure it out. What's that? You like what? 
I said, I like the evening slot. I mean, it either works for me, at least with this, I know it, it works pretty well for me. And I know, you know, Melanie and Jesse, you guys have, have jobs that, you know, you have to you think have about. human jobs. You have human jobs. Those human jobs. I hate those. I mean, I do them. I do them, but okay. I don't well, like them. back on topic. Uh, so speaking of hating humans, we watched some, some, uh, some trailers, right? <laughs> well, oh, yeah, we did. We, did. we don't have to jump into that. I just thought that was a funny segue. <laughs> it was a good segue. Hey, Mel- <laughs> Melanie, are you still there? Have we lost Melanie? She's probably taking pictures. All those bees. <gasps> Gavin and bees. All right. Well, we will have more news stories, so we'll get back to the news. Trailer talk is really a part of news. Um, okay. Oh, no, we lost Melanie. Dun, dun, dun. I thought so. Okay. Uh, first, let's start with the ones that I'm least interested in. Wait, here we go. Melanie. Hi, Melanie. Hello? Hey, Hello? you're back. Yes. Hold on just a second. That better not be driving, I hear. Hello? <laughs> hey. <laughs> can you hear us? Can you can you hear us? So my phone signed me out and then signed me in as a guest doing it's I hate it. I hate my phone. Yeah, Castbox God, this this episode. Am I gone again? Okay, I'm not No, you're still here. Okay. Can can you hear okay. us? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to. Okay, good. When I. <laughs> so this is not. Oh, man. I'm going to put this replay up, but I'm going to trim this whole like first 15 minutes out. Um, when I started, when I pressed start live cast, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And then it signed me out. And I was like, that's not what's supposed to happen when I start live streaming. So, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it, it, It's what it is. I mentioned uh, that uh, post that Castbox did earlier, and somebody used it to throw shade about how the uh, server is always like messing up. They were like, "Not Castbox, because the server's always down." Yeah, that's uh, fair. Uh, that's fair. I never thought about that. I I have download like the replays. I've downloaded all the replays um, because you know, well. I wanted to anyway, but, but you never know. Yeah, it could. Yeah, the whole thing could disappear. That we've it's, seen, we've seen some vidmes in our time. Mm-hmm. Thank oh, God I didn't have to. When you were talking about the replay, you did a you you edited the last week's pretty good. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, man. Uh, Jesse and I were talking about it a little bit. Um, yeah, I thought it come together okay. I thought it was okay. Uh, that podedit.com, man. They I mean, I didn't put the. Pro- it didn't really get the proper pod edit treatment. I'll just warn everybody because, uh, well, like, if you yeah, if you pay for free, my services, so. you're going to get better. Than that <laughs> this is a, it's a free version, so. I mean, I still put some. Like, it took some time, but I didn't do the ums and everything. Uh, I, I trimmed up a few spots, but uh, it was more. It was more content edits than than I normally do. You know, I do both, but whatever. All right, Melanie, are you still here? And if you're still here, did you did you watch any of these trailers? <laughs> Those are crickets that don't live at Paul's. Yay! Okay. <laughs> well, she's connected. If you're here, Melanie, we can't hear you now. Okay. 
Well, let's talk about the movies I'm not interested in. Trailers. Let's talk about trailers, guys. Oh, you're not interested in any of these? No, I am ta- I am interested, but I'm going to start with the ones I'm least interested in. Oh, Let me get- oh gotcha. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to move to one I'm moderately curious about. And then I'm going to move to one that I'm very interested in. Are you not interested in the Nazi feel-good? No, I am very interested in that. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> okay, here's the, okay. so bizarre. That's such a bizarre like it, idea. So yeah, yeah. No, well, and it's it's yeah. It's my boy. It's Waikiki. Okay, I, however you say his name, Taika Waikiki. You you nailed it. Okay, well, we're not going to do that one yet. We're going to do Bad Boys for Life. Oh yeah, see, that's what I would have predicted. This is a, this is a movie I the least amount of interest in, and I don't even think the trailer looks all that good. Uh, Paul, are you a Bad Boys fan? I know a lot of people. See, I just never I got am, into it. It looks like the same movie from the. Trailer I mean, that's anyway. that's the point, though, right? Like that's what that's what they want. That's what the yeah. I wa- want. you know I watched both of the uh, original two, but yeah, this looks like it's trying to be Fast and the Furious. Does it? Yeah, I don't know. Badly like, though, ba- I mean, like badly though, like it, it. As far as action goes, it looks like it's trying to be Fast and the Furious, or or one of the new ones, anyways. But the uh, I I don't know. Like Martin Lawrence looks stoned through most of it, and fat. and I'm talking about the trailer. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, but you know, that's one thing. Fat okay. cops need love too. It's like he, good cop, fat cop. He is a little, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's thicker than he used to be. But that's the thing. There has been. Oh, we got double Melanie's. Here we go. Melanie Doppelganger joining. What's going on, Melanie? They did it again. And you know what? It, that makes me really sad because that kind of confirms what I tried to, to call back in the first time. You guys were just talking about it was like on. And I'm like, did they just now notice I was gone? So I was trying forever to get back in. And you, did it, it was that, you didn't notice I was gone for a really long time. No, I we noticed. I've there's nothing we could do about it. We're not going to like completely derail the show by asking every thirty seconds. Hey, are you still mm-hmm. there? I asked if you were still there. Okay. Um, well, I, I only heard then. But you're back. Yeah, I'm at home now, so it shouldn't. And you brought Barney Stinson with you. Who's, who's uh, Barney? Hi, Barney. It's, hi, Barney. It's our, our listener now. <laughs> the show's for you, Barney. Nobody else seems to be here. Uh, all right. Well, let's get back. Barney to the- waited until Melanie was back. That's what it was. That is what it was. All right, I get it. See, that's the problem when Melanie's not here. The listeners don't. They just don't follow. Okay, that's the fun one. <laughs> <laughs> that's not wrong. It's not wrong. So we were kind of talking about the Bad Boys for Life trailer, and uh, all I have to say is, okay, yes, Martin Lawrence looks chunkier, but how many movies? How many years has it been since? the last bad boys movie, like considering yeah, him and Will Smith right. still look pretty good. Like they're getting older. Um, and uh, as someone who's, I don't think I've ever watched an entire bad boys movie. Uh, and I really could care less about this bad boys movie. Uh, I mean, tonally it looks like the trailer for a bad boys movie. So I guess that's a plus for, if you're like, you know, a hardcore bad boys fan, well, you know, the thing is I like, to me, uh, Martin Lawrence really, I mean, like, I keep hammering this, but he just looks stoned through the whole thing. Like, his pupils even look dilated. dilated. Maybe he's on some medication or something. I don't know. 
Orisha Stone. Orisha Stone. Orisha Stone. I mean, if I was if I was rich, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not judging. I just think that, you know, like you kind of cover that up in a, in a big budget movie like this. <laughs> maybe that's his, maybe it's a character thing. Maybe that's, you know. They could cover up Henry Cavill's mustache. That's a good point. Right. Well, they could have. They just didn't. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, the bad boys for life. There you go. No, I don't think. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> mustache gate. As I put in the notes, people care about these effing movies, right? That's the only reason I added it because it's like I have a, I had a feeling somebody would we do our trailer talk segment and somebody be like, "You guys aren't even talking about the biggest trailer of the week," you know? So there well, we talked about it when they announced the movie. I was you know I was excited. I liked the Bad Boys franchise, and then the trailer dropped, and I'm just like, okay, um, can you give me something to make me want to watch it? But it, but it, uh, right, Paul. But it's got callback of some kind. I didn't catch it because I didn't watch the original. But that's what the, I, I don't the news headlines. It's I mean, got callback. Like Fifty years. I mean, <laughs> unless something's been canceled or brought back, callback's fine. But we're, we're talking bad boys. It's Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. What what, what callback can you? Do you Call shot a guy? Bad Boys Two came out in two thousand three, so you know Woo. we're edging on. Okay, not twenty years, but we're old, dude. A decade and a half plus. A well, few, really, and really, with those two, you could they could do callbacks to their TV shows if they really wanted to. Yeah, well, see, those would be appreciated. See, if somebody's like Shanaynay, then pff, I'm gonna <laughs> lose it. <laughs> yeah. You know, throw something back to like '90s TV outside of their characters in the movie, by all means. Damn. She <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, speaking of uh, <laughs> ca- throw, ca- throwbacks, I, uh, so uh, there's also a trailer for a Blumhouse produced remake of Black Christmas, which was a old school slasher movie. Um, oh, I didn't know we- that. Would you guys? Uh, you I haven't having... seen the original. I can't recall if I've seen the original. Are there, you know, I... there's a lot but of I'm slasher pay... movies out there. They kind of blend together sometimes, but this is the Christmas I'm one. Three Elways is the killer. <laughs> this is the Christmas one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the trailer looked okay. I mean, it looked like a you know whatever. It looked like a slasher movie. It could be okay, but there's not really anything in particular about this that got me excited, other than like. Hey, Christmas horror movie. Those are always fun. And it's, you know. Terry always had me stoked. I, I, he's not in this. Yes, he is. He's is a he? professor. He's yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, he's the uh, teacher. I just don't I'm recognize nice. him yep. anymore. He he I'm was in Will Stranger Things season And clearly three. a cult member. <laughs> he was in Stranger Things season three for how long? And Melanie had to like convince me every time he come on screen it was him. I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, that was legitimately him. <laughs> like the, the, it's, Melanie was correct. Uh, well, I believed her. <laughs> then he'd disappear from the screen for a while. I'd forget he exists. Then he'd come back. I'm like, who's this guy? Don't feel bad. I had the same Melanie, problem with Saul. Melanie's still here, isn't she? Yes, I am. Okay, okay good. Because <laughs> we're 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 saying you're right, and you didn't say anything. So. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I I don't need to toot my own horn anymore. So <laughs> she knows right, she's right. right. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Put it in double check. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry, Paul. I don't know what you said. I didn't didn't catch you. I I didn't believe it was him in that. Oh, okay, okay. Robo man. Getting a little robot y. Let's see. A little bit. Breaking up. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I had the same problem when uh, he was in Saw. I didn't believe it was him. No, see, Saw, I don't know. Like, uh, Saw, I. I, I, See, Saw. You want to talk with you guys? Like, somebody gets a little chubby and you just, like, don't recognize him at all? No, I haven't seen him in anything in a while. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> what are you doing in my house? <laughs> Why are you in my house, <laughs> Carrie? All I us. feel like that's that's a fair question, Carrie. <laughs> As you wish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's move on to the movie that actually might inspire a conversation. Uh, or a more sensical conversation, or not. Jojo Rabbit. This is the Taiki Waititi movie about Nazi youth, and it's... Oh, God, it's so weird. It's so weird. Uh, An understatement. Taika Waititi plays a... He plays the main character's imaginary friend, Hitler. And, uh... (laughs) Yep. So this is basically feels kind of like, uh, it, I'm, what? Like happy? No, it's like it. No, no. Well, no, not exactly. No, not at all. Happy would actually kind of be an appropriate tone for a, a Hitler movie, a Nazi movie. No, this is like, um, it's not weird. And it doesn't have that like weird tone of, uh, what's his name? Um, the Buda, Grand Budapest Hotel guy and, um, Oh, what's his name? Is that Wes Anderson? Wes Anderson. It doesn't have like the Wes Anderson weirdness, but it reminds me of like a Wes Anderson movie about Boy Scouts, except, you know, because it's kind of, it looks quirky, but kind of a comedy with some like heartfelt moments. But it's, uh, you know, about the, the Nazi youth. Yeah. The, the, the Nazi I got Boy Scouts. RV Nazis. Right. Heart. The uh, the Jimmy Stewart imaginary Jimmy bunny rabbit. thing. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're getting some feedback from somebody. Is it me? A, maybe. What about it's you? Not, it seems good now. Okay. I'm not getting feedback now anyway. Uh, so what did you guys think of this? Did you watch this trailer? And uh, what, what did you think of it? No, I, yeah, I watched it. I I thought it was fun. Uh, so, okay, it's either Melanie or Paul. Hold on, let me turn nice my stuff down. Okay. Okay. All right. What were you saying, Jesse? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, yeah. I don't. I don't know what to what to think of it. it, it um. I can't decide if it's like <laughs> delightfully irreverent or exactly what we need right now or what, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Paul? Because I think we need a film right now that kind of says, uh, Hey, question your beliefs. And that's kind of what this, this trailer made me feel like the movie is about. 
Yeah, I mean, along, I along the... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Paul. Yeah. So I, I definitely want to see it. I, I feel it's a good time to make fun of Nazis. Um, <laughs> I mean, when is it not fun to make fun of Nazis? But Fair. It, it's... Like, I, I don't know. It's just... Like, it... It, it started out kind of strange in the trailer, and then it just... Like, it had its funny moments, its heartfelt moments. And, like, you can tell it's going to be that emotional family movie. For... Kind of. <laughs> kind of. I mean, that is like... like Kids with totally... bazookas. <laughs> yeah. But for the, for the whole... Uh, a movie the whole family can enjoy about Nazis. About Nazi youth. <laughs> that's not the sound of music. It's like the Sandlot with Nazis. Don't you mean that's Nazi sound of music? Ah, so, there it is. To touch on, to yeah. touch on, uh, and listeners who are just joining, we're just talking about the Jojo Rabbit movie trailer. Um, but to touch on Je- what Jesse, you were saying, yeah. on the one hand, yes, it does seem like, you know, it's probably going to have an important message that is, I mean, unfortunately always relevant but very relevant now but then on the other hand it's also kind of the thing it's like maybe we should stop trivializing nazis but i can't see taika watiti taking that that angle you know like it it kind of will but it will ultimately i suspect have a more important you know who's going to hate this movie? Yeah. Nazis. Nazis are going to hate this movie. Oh, man. Those Nazis are going to hate this movie. I'm sorry to get all serious, like, but I read an article not long ago about about Nazis and how we make them the bad guys and like everything, and it's almost become kind of a joke. And we need to stop doing that because, because yeah, we treat it like it's a joke, but, but it's like real, real evil people. Like, real evil in the world from regular people, you know, and, and we need to be horrified by it. And we are not anymore. Really. Okay. We make them into a joke with, you know, making them the bad guy constantly. Well, okay. That's, that's kind of what I was uh, alluding to, but no, I think you nailed it better. So do you feel like this works alongside that? Because they're, you know, I mean, his imaginary friend Hitler is clearly not like evil, ominous character. Um, do you think this works alongside that, or do you think this is uh Well, I think we'll have to watch it right now, huh? Okay, yeah. Never mind. You didn't see it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I know. I, I didn't see the trailer. I, 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 well, I think we could also speculate about the trailer we saw, or else we'd have nothing to say about any of these news stories. Well, see, I think this this movie is going to fall somewhere along the lines of uh, Mel, Bur- Mel Brooks, the producer's. And uh, was it uh, Chaplin's movie about Hitler back in World War II? Yeah, I mean it's the great, uh, the great dictator. Was it? Yeah, um, I think so. Where it's yeah. just it's nonsensical. Let's make fun of them. It's definitely a hardcore satire. Yeah, and honestly, given that they seem to be public enemy, you know, they're once again right in the forefront of. You know everybody here in America. It seems good timing for you know the satire to remind people. You know, hey, 
don't give them too much power. That last line of the uh, of the trailer is was perfect. You know, the the kid that's just like, man, yeah, it's really just a bad time to be a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, it's timely and ever present. That's evergreen as well. Is it ever a good time to be a Nazi? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't but, think so. I hope not. But you know, I mean, Taki why uh, Taika Waititi. <laughs> He's a talkie guy. T.W. Taiki Waititi. Whatever. Uh, you know, so far, everything I've seen of his has been excellent. And so whatever he was working on next, I was interested in. And uh, this is such a unexpected and out there idea that I'm even more curious about it. It's definitely going to be deemed controversial. You think so? Yeah, I, I don't see this one coming out without uh, controversial reviews. Well, yeah, you can't no, you can't involve uh, Nazi Germany and not get a little controversial. Yeah, there's Bro. two racists that are going to be like, yeah, what? It's like we're not talking about Nazi America; we're talking about Nazi Germany. Exactly. It's okay if we're, so pro- if we're protecting Nazi uh, freedom of speech, then we can protect what. Uh, New Zealand's freedom of speech. What? Or oh, because he's yeah. Okay, I got yeah, you. Because he's from there. Yeah. I I think the internet the internet will be fine with it because it doesn't seem to have a female lead. That's what really gets. Them going. <laughs> oh, I don't I don't know. Isn't that ScarJo? That might that might be pretty I controversial. She's not the lead. Oh, okay. Fair but enough. Fair enough. Hitler. Oh boy, <laughs> she could play anything. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Uh, you know, oof. I still think that comment was taken out of context. <laughs> it was. It totally was. But she yeah, shouldn't I'm have said it. She should have thought for a second. She's in, in the more, day we live in. Yeah, she's in more headlines currently. Uh, there's, <laughs> but uh, no recent like in pulling together all the news stories that were be talking about here tonight uh there were several about her and she defended um who was it one of the director one of the uh despicable director guys hold on but weinstein (laughs) no no well i mean right now it's not it's different but uh hold on where's she at scarjo where'd you go you were all over these headlines earlier anyway um, not Woody Allen. Who's the other guy? Like Polanski or something? Uh, something like that. And Some uh, director. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. We usually don't cover those stories because it's that's more gossip than anything. But yeah, I mean, she she does have trouble uh, keeping her her foot out of her mouth a little bit, or at least, or no, I guess like you're saying, maybe it's just the that's the headlines that get people's clicks so outlets can't help but find ways to she make could it be appear. a fan of the uh the, all press is good press oh god what was it jeremy renner was you know like just joking in an, in an interview uh in advance of one of the avengers movies and that was a huge deal and now we're like um now we're burning her 
Yeah. And that, that original thing was about her. Like, like they were being kind of, you know, like jokingly sexist, but you know, I suppose that's not funny. So yeah. Well, and they were, I think they were just trying to be funny. I don't think that they meant anything malicious by it because she's their, you know, Mm -hmm. she's their friend. He's also in the news in the story I didn't cover. Um, but there are stories I did cover that we should talk about now. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. News. Uh, we already covered Brad Pitt talking about Tarantino. Um, a side note, Brad Pitt, it sounds like he's going to start appearing in less and less movies. He's working towards retiring from acting. Does he have a certain number, like 10? <laughs> Yes, and then he's just going to do a whole bunch of stuff on Netflix. No, I know. Right. Brad Pitt, obviously, he had some big interview with an outlet. So now all the other outlets are picking little pieces out of it. And that's why mm-hmm. there was the uh, extended, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood miniseries, as confirmed by Brad Pitt. And then there were several other several other Brad Pitt news stories. And one of them was, yeah, he's, he's going to slow down on, on acting. Because what was the quote? Something about, you know, once you've got your arms wrapped around something, you, sometimes you just want to wrap your arms around something else. It's time to wrap my arms around something else or something weird. Hasn't he done that a couple times already, though? I mean, I don't know. Isn't that why he's been married three times? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean. All right. Let's talk about some great news or not great yeah. news, but interesting news that actually is. More interesting to me than most of the stuff we talk about. <laughs> Something that interests me. Haha. All right. Uh, comingsoon.net. I kind of hate your ad set situation. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I keep trying to read it, but then they pop up an ad in front of it. It's like, hey, turn off your ad blocker. And guess what? I'm not going to. I'm just going to stop reading your news site. Halloween Kills adds Robert Longstreet. As returning character Lonnie Elam, Elam. Uh, anyway, Lonnie was like uh, he was the bully in the original, the bully kid in the original Halloween movie, and uh, super minor character. But it, this stuck out to me because one of my favorite lines is uh, when Loomis is hiding in the bushes trying to get the kids away from the house, and he's like, "Hey, Lonnie." Get your ass out of here. Something like that. It oh, always yeah. amused me. You, you even growlixed it. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Yeah, I mentioned it recently. Uh, yeah, our movie quotes at the end of an episode. Uh, so that's Lonnie. And uh, we will get an adult Lonnie. Uh, apparently he was referenced in the 2018 Halloween. But he will be... He's cast. He will be a character. Um, who is this guy that's playing him, though? I don't recognize his face offhand, but apparently he was in uh, the Haunting of Hill House series and okay. something else. Uh, but was I he the caretaker guy? I'm. Oh, maybe. Yes, I bet that was him. Yes. Well, He's otherwise here. he would have been a ghost because I think besides the family and him and the caretaker guy, that was there was like. Well, I mean, I know, but he could have been like that's who, that's what I was thinking. I was like, well. There's hardly anybody in it beyond the family. I mm-hmm. think he was the caretaker guy because he looks like he's probably normally like a beard, a big bearded guy. Yeah, a lot um, of those going around, huh? There's all kinds of big bearded guys all around. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, nope. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he was. 
Also in Sorry to Bother You, but I don't know what that is. Um, and this is also not super new news, but recently uh, it was announced there because there was rumors that Paul Rudd would reprise Tommy Doyle, who he played in one of the awful Halloween sequels that's not considered canon to this current series. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the case, but they have cast somebody as that character. Tommy Doyle, of course, was the little boy that uh, was being babysat. There's a little boy and little girl, uh, Tommy and Lindsay. Mm-hmm. I've seen that movie a million times. Um, uh, but he will be played by Anthony Michael Hall, which is really? wow, wow, yeah. weird, yeah, random. So that's not entirely hole. true. That it was the case, but he got a chance to live out his dream and pretty much told him, "Sorry, the scheduling schedules don't match up." What, Paul Rudd? Yeah. Okay. He, he's in Ghostbusters. Oh, that'll do it. Oh yeah, Ghostbusters over Halloween all day. <laughs> So he was okay. So they were in talks for him to be to play, but then character. the schedules just didn't line up. No, can't get Paul Rudd. Let's who's 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 like him, Anthony <laughs> Michael Hall. <laughs> no, I mean, there's no like it would kind of honestly, it would be a weird choice given how much they've made a point to separate these movies from anything after the original <laughs> Halloween movie than to like start pulling p- actors who played. <laughs> characters from the sequels you know mm-hmm. um uh, and also let's see the Lindsay. speaking of Lindsay, the little girl they were babysitting she is also a character in there and i can't recall offhand who's playing her um but yeah so there you go there's your halloween kills update but <laughs> everybody was itching for i'm sure <laughs> uh, back by popular uh, demand Wait, what? If it comes out anything like the last one, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Well, it will, uh, like the last one, directed by David Gordon Green, and uh, John Carpenter is also still on board pr- to produce, which probably doesn't really amount to much other than the name, but he is contributing music again, so that is awesome. Uh, he's He's still connected, so that's good. And uh, of course, the the third one will be Halloween Ends. So, um, but then it'll end and it'll be sad. Oh, it'll end well, until I they. I don't like the idea. It'll it's end until they end. try to do a reboot again. I say they'll they'll have to reboot everything again. But there's other like there's so many other people they could reboot. Like I, I want to see Hellraiser reboot. I'm sorry. If they no, why? Ooh. I don't know that you need to. Just make another Hellraiser and ignore yeah. everything after. Just ignore you can recast it, but no, you no, don't no. need to reboot yeah. it. None of it matters. Oh, we lost Jesse. Are you here, Jesse? Okay. Uh, I mean, the first Hellraiser I think is fine because it's kind of a standalone, and I feel like several of the other ones are standalones, and the ones that aren't standalones, ignore them. <laughs> they shouldn't be looking- standing at all. I say I am looking forward to the Candyman reboot. See, that's a good idea. I don't think I ever watched Candyman. I don't think Candyman's a good movie. So, uh, (laughs) yes. God, I I understand why they don't, but if you're going to remake something, remake something that sucked that maybe had a good idea. Instead of these franchise movies that... Like Brightburn? Exactly! (laughs) Yes. Take, Take a decent premise and say, hmm... What went wrong? 
They could just change. They'll just change change the title a bit. Call it Dole Chill. Um, (laughs) They're now in Bright Tucky. No, it's got two of the same letters, you know. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. right. It's a comic Mm -hmm. book. Tight Tucky. Uh, So, so did you did you guys know? uh, Okay, so. More horror information, more horror movie news. Uh, Midsommar, which is, I have not seen it yet, and I keep hearing about it. I keep hearing interesting things. It's supposed to be good, or at least bothersome, which is good for a horror movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, there will be a director's cut released, and it will be exclusive to Apple TV. Oh, Meaning there is there will be a director's cut, but it will not be available on physical release. You will not be able to see it anywhere except Apple TV. And so I'll never see it. Exactly. Nope. So the director's cut is 171 minutes. The, the original theatrical cut is 147 minutes. So that's a substantial amount of extra material. Um, so I, more, I don't think any of us have seen this movie, but more than anything, I figured the idea of something like a director's cut of something becoming an exclusive to one streaming service and no one else is, you're not going to be able to find it anywhere else unless you're a pirate. Seems like a uh, waste. Yeah, what do you guys think of that? I, that seems like the bigger talking point. Right? I mean, they're kind of doing that right now with, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it there. I'm going to take it there. Get ready. Uh, they're doing that with YouTube. Oh, what do you mean? Uh, the Cobra Kai stuff, you know, they, they brought it out from behind the paid wall. Currently, uh, season one is free to stream. And then uh, they're going to start releasing season two. Uh, I believe it's uh, September 12th. But if you want the, the behind the scenes stuff, that is still on the premium. I emailed like, them about you, by the way. What, you emailed them about me? Why? Yeah. Why? That they, they should, should they should, should be give me a sponsorship. Yes. <laughs> you need to be on their promotion team. Uh, I'd, I'd be happy to. Uh, okay. So what wh- what were you saying? So the I guess the point being that um, Apple's already behind the ball on this one okay. because YouTube's already doing it. So I mean. Uh, they're either they're either getting behind an idea that's already set in motion and it's a good idea, or they're getting behind another bad idea, and they're both going to be on the wrong side of history. I don't know. Well, well I mean, oh. exclusive TV properties make sense, like Cobra Kai or uh, the show I'm hoping to sit down and watch sometime next week, uh, Carnival Row on uh, Amazon. Mm. Um. Those, you know, being exclusive to different channels makes sense. But, like, a director's cut, if you're releasing it, you're releasing it because you want people to watch it. Right. Why would you only release that? I mean, I could see a limited release. You know, we're only releasing X amount of copies or whatever. Well, I mean, this is definitely going to be, you know, this is... Uh, at the studio level, the type decision. Uh, I'm sure the director has no say over it, but if you think about it, this is a limited release then. It's a very limited release. But 
streaming Apple TV itself. I mean, well, Apple TV isn't new, but Apple's like new restructuring, like their restructuring of all their services is new. So in a way, Apple TV is kind of new and they're gearing up for the behemoth, which will be Disney plus and like yeah. the streaming wars as it will be known to our children is the great streaming wars of 2020s. Um, the streaming wars haven't even started yet. I think I, It'll be Disney, really. So I, I feel like the ones that are out there are just trying to kind of get ready for that. And it's like, I mean, you guys probably aren't keyed into any of the video game like current happenings, but it's like the Epic Store, which is like the only direct actual competitor to Steam now, but they're mm-hmm. new and their big business plan to be a viable competitor was just to like, Start start throwing money at uh, game developers and snatching big properties to be exclusives, which made a lot of people upset. But that's how in in a streaming or you know digital online on demand platform, that's how you compete, I guess. Um, well, interestingly, it worked for Sega. What's that? I said it worked for Sega. D- did it? Just play every property you could, and then yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, I don't think I didn't do a story on this, but I did see somewhere uh, Netflix is going to start making more of their shows a week to week thing versus. I just saw that today. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I feel like for Netflix, it's a way of. For Netflix, that's not a good sign. That's not necessarily them gearing up to fight Disney. That's them gearing up to try to survive because that means. as opposed to just dropping a big season and getting the word out and attracting new subscribers based on, hey, we got this show. It's, hey, we got this show. Now that you're here, we're going to just dole it out because we want you to stick around as long as possible. So like that's for that. Dark Crystal, hour-long episodes. You're hooked for 10 weeks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, but that means, that definitely means there's a shift because uh, Melanie and I were watching some YouTube video about it recently, but... For the first time, like ever, they actually started losing customers as opposed to like continually gaining customers. Um, so, that. yeah, and that's. Go ahead. Their, their model basically, their business model needs them that's to continue good. to get customers. And if they don't, then they're kind of screwed because they owe so much money that you know they've been using to make all these shows to get more people. So when they don't, that's not good. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep because you know for for years you've always heard the story about Netflix is in like incredible debt, just nonstop. That's how they fund all these shows. And apparently that works for them. That's their kind of their business model. It's fine for them to be in <laughs> debt because they can always take on more loans and hopefully eventually get to even. As so long as you know they can show. Uh, whoever investors or whoever banks, whatever, however it works, uh, stockholders that they're still gaining subscribers, but them not gaining subscribers means people are going to start calling in those debts. So, yeah. See, I think where it works for them right now is, you know, every so often they keep dropping, I mean, just gems like Dark Crystal, uh, the new Dave Chappelle specials, really good. 
And see, that, that, that's one thing they've done really well is they've become the new HBO for comedy specials. That's true. Yeah. And I mean, their comedy specials are usually out of the park. We, we don't really watch our comedy usually, so I don't know, but I will take your word for it. I mean, yeah, they do, they do have, you know, I've you know been what? reading. You know what they need to do? They need to start investing in um, eye patches and pig legs because none of it matters because people are going to get in all of it anyway. <laughs> the pirates? Yeah. Are, I have no experience in the pirating realm, but I can tell you this. It's more if I did have experience in that, I imagine it would be more difficult these days because uh, mm-hmm. it seems like piracy's on the it's it's, it's weaned a bit. And I Are think you that telling has to me do with you're gonna have lime wire. Actually, no, <laughs> I'm lime, lime wire, lime wire. Wow. <laughs> okay, grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm the youngest one in the room. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Cricket Cove, <laughs> which now sounds vaguely pirate-esque. Back in my day, <laughs> all right. We so through limes. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get the TV shows through the lime wires? The telephone. Oh. Uh, okay, so there's we there's only really one other news story on my list that I want to hit for sure, and we're coming up to an hour or so. So let's hit it. Uh, hey, uh, so the suicide sequel is something that's still happening. Just reminding people because I had forgot. Uh, normally that sounds like a god awful thing. However, it's James Gunn behind right, the camera right. on this, so I'm actually kind of interested. This is this is where. Uh, you know, Marvel kicked him to the curb for saying outrageous things like seven years ago or something. And uh, DC picked him up, and then Marvel was like, hey, hey, he was our toy. <laughs> Never mind, come back, we want you. <laughs> I didn't know, we, we didn't know we wanted him until we seen you play with him. So, yeah, anyway, point is, uh, <clears throat> recent casting news, Peter Capaldi is going to be in the Suicide Squad sequel. Really? <laughs> This kind of blew my yeah. mind. As okay. a as a villain, I haven't said. Yeah, they haven't said, have they? No, it's just Capaldi's been cast. It's like, oh, I can't wait to see what he plays. I don't care what he plays. Wait, yeah, really? Didn't, didn't who team up with? Or not team up with? Wasn't who owned by? Like, stop it! Dark Horse or something at some point in time. Stop it! What? I'm <laughs> Never mind. Uh, Titan Comics. Owns uh, so yeah, who Doctor does? Who? Uh, who uh, so yeah, I couldn't remember who did the comics. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Titan Comics or Titan. Yeah, they still have the license. Okay, as far as I know. I oh, are, you t- are you talking like some Doctor potential, who? like actual DC Doctor Who yes. crossover potential? That, that would great. That's what I want. I want well, that. That, 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 that they could fix the first movie that way. So, yeah, right? Maybe that's it. They had to bring in a doctor so that they could fix the first movie. The only way to do that is time travel. So Capaldi's been cast as the doctor. <laughs> that uh, would be well. I mean, I'm on board. So that, that uh, would definitely fix the DC universe. 
So it seems like a lot of the same people are reprising their roles from the original, although I don't see mention of Will Smith. I don't think that's a bad uh, thing. Because of Bad Boys. Good. Yeah, uh, Idris oh, Elba is going to be uh, Deadshot, or whatever his character's uh, name was. Wait. That he won't be Deadshot. There. Uh, James is making him somebody else. Yeah, oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because of ba- the Bad Boys schedule, they uh, cast Idris Elba in there. Well, suddenly I'm glad that Bad Boys for Life exists. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly I'm excited about that movie. You yeah. totally went and redeemed yourself. Yeah, good, good job, Bad Boys. All right. Um, I say, have you seen the. Uh, it's not really a teaser trailer, but it's like a costume reveal trailer it's like a 30 second clip for uh, suicide squad no no um yeah it's floating around the internet if i if i remember later i'll uh add it to the page some is of the it, costumes it, look uh i guess it's not suicide squad. it's a uh, birds of prey my bad oh okay I was going to say, is it real? Because I'm so tired of those like news stories going around. <laughs> like, check out Robert Pattinson is in his new Batman costume. And then you click the article and it's like, fan art shows this. And it's like, that's fan art. This is not a news story. It could be anyone in that costume that you just yeah, drew. There's a uh, Birds of Prey uh, costume reveal trailer going around. It's actually uh, pretty. Well, since you mentioned Birds of Prey, there uh, was a news story and... It's pretty flimsy, but uh, Birds of Prey reshoots have begun. And now, reshoots are not uncommon. But, you know, anytime we've heard reshoots uh, in a DC movie context, it usually means things are going to change, and probably not for the better. And even when we imagined they might be for the better, it still wasn't good. I have to say, I'm really happy about Harley Quinn's uh, costume change. It's some type of gold costume. I haven't really, I haven't been keeping up on it. She's almost dressed. Oh, wow. how <laughs> brave of them! <laughs> <laughs> it's really brave what you're doing here. Oh wait, maybe, maybe they're gonna do that thing where it's she's a different Harley. Oh, <laughs> there's two Harleys. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh. Do it. Nope. I'm on board. Suddenly I'm excited about what happens in the DC Universe movies. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I look at it this way. Jesse, you know, you, you go to a lot of cons. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you're you going to beat me to the girls. thing I was going to say. You, no, you did it. Go for it. Sorry. Keep talking. Yeah, well, you, you, you see the little girls dressed up like Harley. Right. I, I'm looking forward to the change in cosplay for the little, yeah. like, 12-year-old. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. That was the first thing that came to mind. I was going to say, so you mean uh, the co- every comic convention won't be crawling with, uh, you know, freaking 12-year-olds in skimpy clothes? That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I'll let my daughters dress up like this, Harley. And the Harley Quinn cosplay and Halloween costume, like, that was just so instantly so popular. She was the new Elsa. <laughs> oh creepy God. That way. you're not wrong but yeah it, went from it, it is wrong but you're not wrong hey sammy bohoy what's going on uh we're well just well and good uh all right well hey all right. paul you had 
Oh, my hypothetical? Uh, yes. Let's hear your hypothetical. All right. Given the uh, lackluster movie that Brightburn was, if you could take a comic character's origin movie and turn it into a horror movie, who would it be? Oh, man. I like this. This should have been then our open-ended question. Yeah, I if, realized yeah. that while I was listening to the replay this week. I was like, oh, that oh, missed opportunity. Well, we could talk about it now, but let's make that our next open-ended question that we won't have listeners around to answer. hey yeah okay i don't want to cut you off though if you had something oh no go ahead uh whoever wants to go first give me somebody i've got an answer or unless we're saving him sammy sammy just asked he just said just finished watching the peanut butter falcon any of us seen that i don't even know what that is i've never yeah what? What's it like? Okay, yeah. I don't what, think any of us knows what like? this is. Uh, so, nope. okay. Well, hey. Well, in that case, Paul, do you want to talk about that? Or do we want to talk about your question from last week, which uh, was basically... No, we uh, can talk huh? about the question from last week and then move uh, the Brightburn one to next week. Okay. Um... So what, this one was the uh, the last week one was um, movie uh, soundtrack. soundtracks, yeah, that make you want to watch the original or go back and watch the movie or just yeah or not zaps you right back to it, yeah. Yeah, Melanie, you said you had I've something been waiting for, for Melanie's answer since she uh, had a soundtrack that she's been saving. Um. Okay, I love the Spawn soundtrack, but I didn't like the movie. Um. And uh, the other one, actually, okay, yeah, that's the main one. Love the soundtrack, hated the movie, and then also um, Highway. What is it? Tell me Lost right. Highway. Lost Highway. Yep, I love that one. And the movies, I like the movie. It's okay. It's weird, but I love that soundtrack too. Those, those are soundtrack. Yeah, those okay. are both awesome i'm on board with that spawn was a horrible movie and the soundtrack does not take me back to the movie because the movie i was not great but the soundtrack is awesome and oh god yeah pretty interesting in that it's not a bunch of song i mean some of them are combinations of like kind of essentially remixes of songs you'll hear other places but for the most part all those songs were fairly unique to that soundtrack uh and that's kind of rare um and then Lost Highway is definitely one of those soundtracks that does take me to the movie, to that movie. I love that movie. It's so weird. Sorry, no, I just wanted to. Not, not all of it. There's some. There's some. There's some maybe, but there's also there's others that I'm glad it doesn't take me there because I don't want to see like Marilyn Manson in some grainy porno while I'm listening to this song. You know. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Well, I mean, the Ramstein song in there definitely makes me think of some of the definitely creepier, <laughs> snuffy sections of that movie. Um, okay, uh, I'm going to jump in then and say uh, the pretty much the entire score to Inception. Oh, um, sure. Yeah, you're a score guy. I, w- I was thinking more like songs and stuff, but. Uh... I like Moon, too, and that's because of you. Moon is another one, yeah. Well, Moon is great, um, but 
I used to like when I drive around, I'd listen to uh, certain tracks from Inception because it could be the most mundane, slow-paced drive in the world, but it feels epic when you've got the score to Inception blasting <laughs> in your car. Oh, I bet, I bet. Sammy, Sammy says, uh, "Nessum Dorma." I do not know that music. Uh, takes me to Denzel Washington in Man on Fire when he cuts the guy's fingers off and sends the car over a cliff. It's been a long... I think I have that on DVD or something. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. That's a good one, though. That's a good pick, yeah. I say, when you when you can put a song to a scene, that's... It, it goes to that whole music has power. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's... I mean, it's part of what why music is awesome and also kind of part of why I think music people get stuck in the music that they listened to when they were teenagers is because somehow like it becomes instantly tied to like sense memory in a way. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. And that's why this is, is an in- interesting question. Well, how about you, Paula? This was your question. What do you, what do you got? I have two movies. One, just because I like the soundtrack and that's uh, labyrinth because the, the, mm. the David Bowie soundtrack is amazing. Mm-hmm. But the one that you know I can bring back to every scene from the movie, and re- I mean recall every scene no matter what is the Top Gun soundtrack. Like okay, you know, yeah, plays. You know I can tell you okay that's when Goose died. Uh, you know Great Balls of Fire they're all sitting in the bar. Uh, you know you've lost that love and feeling. <laughs> you know yeah it's you know she's lost that love and feeling. It's like. She has. Oh, I hate it when she's done that. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, actually, I have the Top Gun soundtrack in my car. And I mean, obviously, you know, Danger Zone. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Who doesn't love Danger Zone? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kenny Loggins. Come on. Oh, yeah. He was like the movie soundtrack guy for for that era. Oh, yeah. And we're not Disney movies at all, of course, because that's a completely different thing. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, I know all the words to all of those. Always, well, but that's well, I don't think Disney movies count because they're they're just kind of beaten into us. Yeah, when they're basically musicals, it's like saying, um, you know, I listened to the Grease soundtrack. Of course, I thought of Grease. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's a musical. Of course, I'm going to think of that. So it's almost a yeah. Jesse, well, like did you have we, uh, talked about uh, Punisher? That had an amazing soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, I mean, for the time, it's definitely a time yeah. capsule. Yeah, it's a. It, oh, yeah. it didn't take me to the Punisher. It took me to the, the early aughts. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I had I had a number of uh, soundtracks, uh, kind of in line with what um, Paul was throwing out there. Um, I was just looking through my collection, and uh, I always think of the Rocky movies and the music for those movies, but they all kind of blend together for me, you know, like depending on uh, which song is on, you know, I, I I don't know which movie it's from, but I'll be like, Oh yeah, that's from the Rocky movie, you know, with the exception of I have a tiger, which I think was actually for Rocky three. Was it? I think so. I mean, it's the big saying of Rocky three. That's when he was training with uh, Apollo. Yep. Yep, yep. And that was the whole thing. Eye of the tiger, baby. You got to have the eye of the tiger. 
that that movie, that song now always makes me think of that one commercial that came out. Uh, I don't even remember what it was for. Just I remember some guy going to the office, and the song was all about him. And and it, that's all. That's what I think of now. Which is just stupid and ridiculous because I heard it a billion times before that commercial. But still, that's what comes to mind. Sammy um, Boy says Rocky Four, Ivan Drago. Oh yeah, yep. Um, and he thinks Mr. T was Rocky Three. Yep. Okay, you're correct. Yeah, a lot of the movies from the '80s have like that one, one or two just memorable. Yeah, that was. I mean, they still do it, but that was such an '80s thing. There's oh, even yeah. what is that song? I I can't think of it off the top of my head. What the name of it is? But the song to the movie where Tom Cruise comes sliding out in his underwear and he's dancing. risky business, risky business. I don't Old think I'm rock and roll. Yes. By, uh, Bob Sager. I don't think I've ever even seen risky business, but I know that scene. And if I hear oh, yeah. that song, that is the scene in my head or uh chariot to fire got used a lot. Um, I got this. I'm not blue. <laughs> it, it's that it, it's kind of that, Slow, you know, the underdogs winning the race. Um, okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Du, 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 yeah. That one got overused a lot. I think Jumping. that one makes me think of nerds. Nerds? Yeah. Yeah. Jumping ahead in time slightly. Uh, there's two. Oh, I just lost the one. But uh, I'm going to say, you know, uh, goodbye, horses. It probably takes a lot of people yes. to, oh, God, yeah. for better or worse. <laughs> I actually like, I, I dig that song. I'll listen to it sometimes. And yes, it does make me think of that scene, but it's also in along the same lines. There's a lot of music now that takes me to GTA because of cruising around oh, in yeah. like GTA yeah. uh, four and five. There's so many good songs on the radio, but there's now there's songs that uh, I associate specifically with GTA, even something like, um, was there's a Tom Petty song in I think it was GTA Four that like every time I hear it I just think of like cruising around Grand Theft well, so Auto. Yeah, then the games added in you know really good soundtracks, not just oh. you know the iconic music like uh, Legend of Zelda had a really good you know that that iconic music. Uh, Final Fantasy had iconic music, but then they started adding songs like actual pop you know pop culture songs to video games you're just like oh okay and it's subliminally subliminally playing and you know in the background while you're going and like the need for speed games uh, i think it was three or four no might have been two actually I had a lot of uh, snoop dogg the so uh, i know or snoop dogg songs and i care to admit nothing wrong with that I don't, know, I don't know enough Snoop Dogg songs that I'm ashamed to admit it, damn it. Yeah, well, nothing wrong with that. I don't have an issue with Snoop Dogg. It's just like, if I'm going to listen to an artist, I'd like to know I'm listening to an artist, not just, oh, it's playing. What? And I wake up when one you day hear and... Wait, 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 wait. Snoop Dogg. When you hear Snoop Dogg, you know it's Snoop Dogg. There's no <laughs> mistaking Snoop Dogg for anybody else sammy boy has another great one uh yes. stuck in the middle with you which he always associates i'm sorry i'm assuming he uh with reservoir dogs sorry sammy you could be a she it doesn't matter 
Um, I thought of another one. Another thing that I liked that I didn't have the soundtrack for it, but I liked it. Uh, Coneheads. Oh, ha. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Wow. There's some fun music on that. Yeah. There was a lot. It was like things that I had listened to when I was younger, and they put it all in a movie for me, and I liked it. When soundtracks were a much, it seemed like they were a much bigger deal back then, you know, and you had that potential money uh, a lot more often. And now people just stream them. Paul, yes, that is yeah. the ear scene. Uh, we were I used to be able to buy uh, soundtracks for a dollar from a guy that would take windows in his garage next to the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had a few of them. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing those did come with like you could call them custom labels, and uh, they did. <laughs> uh, well, they didn't have covers. That's not surprising. Say, my daughter's favorite soundtrack right now is The Greatest Showman. Oh yeah, again the musical thing though. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, musicals are hardwired for that. Oh, yeah. um, but I mean, this the 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 one that I was gonna. Um, throughout there this one is maybe in that same vein but maybe not um but uhf so the weird al movie it's sort of a musical but not really but if i hear that soundtrack i instantly think of the movie obviously well i don't think it's classified as a musical so it counts just a musician doing the movie right now i don't know musicals so i couldn't say but is there something from a musical that is commonly associated with something else then just i don't know sammy yes that is an iconic scene um on our movie podcast spinoff we just wrapped up season three in which we covered every tarantino movie and yeah that is i mean tarantino is a big one with music right like yeah he's known for his like interesting and offbeat and kind of deep cut music selection that becomes like there's so many it almost doesn't even have to appear in pulp fiction but if you hear surf guitar music i know a lot of people think pulp fiction right away um but that of all the selections that one in uh, reservoir dogs with the uh what's his name i can't remember his name but uh the, t- the taped up cop and the gasoline and the cutting the ear off like that is one of the that most seen from the movie. It stands out even amongst all the other Tarantino movies like that really <laughs> took that song over. It, it silenced of the lambs that song to where that's where most people that's what most people think of. Sammy, you'll enjoy the whole last season. Yes, Grawlix Cinematic Universe. You can find it on CastBox or pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. podcasts so give that a listen. Um, the last yeah. one that I had was, uh, and, uh, and this, is, this one I feel like is firmly a good answer for this question, is um, The Crow. The Crow soundtrack was pretty iconic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Crow soundtrack is great. I think that was the first uh, CD... And cassette tape I bought with my own money. <laughs> um, it's one of the few that I own both the score and the soundtrack for. The the Crow soundtrack, it it definitely most of those songs definitely take me to the Crow, but also very much of that time period. So it takes yeah. me to that time period. The Crow movie takes me to that time period more than <laughs> true. True. So 
Yeah, no, that's a good one. Um, oh, I was going to say, whatever the song is from Ghost when they're doing the pottery thing, I can't think of it off the top of my head. And also, <laughs> pretty much any Celine Dion is Titanic. Yeah. Well, and uh, Randy, best example I have to answer your question about the like musical, musical thing? Mm-hmm. thing else crossover um, would maybe be uh, Moulin Rouge, where okay. you take standard songs and rewrites them for a musical. That's interesting. That's like a cheat though. So do you, I bet there are people though, that then hear the standard songs and associate that with Moulin Rouge. Sammy boy, um, on chain melody. I think that is it. Not sure. That's a great shout through ghost. I mean, that's the thing that, I mean, that pops in my head when I hear it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And what? It was always a scene from Flashdance with uh, <laughs> I'm going to live forever. And then what, Dirty Dancing always has the thing that always makes yeah. me think what has makes me think of, uh, you know, nobody puts baby in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. That was I mean, like I said, that goes back to the 80s, you know, the, the 80s, yeah. early 90s, where it's just you had to have that one song See, that my- just stuck out. The Punisher risked risk doing this, but I think the 80s kind of nailed it. I mean, the 80s nailed pretty much everything that was commercialism. But the 90s and especially, you know, they still do it now, of course, but the 90s and into the early 2000s, my problem is they would try to force these things and it would seem they'd pick music that stuck out like a sore thumb. I kind of have a, a beef with... Uh, late 90s early 2000s horror movies that have like new metal and stuff jammed in there because i'm like it doesn't really fit and no i'm not going to buy your soundtrack so i can go hear this whatever song you know right Uh, i hate when it's so it's obviously not a creative decision you can tell when it's a marketing decision it's strictly marketing you could tell by look, looking at the track list of a soundtrack most of the time how much of that's a marketing decision. And for the most part, it's almost all a marketing decision. But Right. Oh, and the and the, this is tangentially related, but the soundtracks that weren't really soundtracks, they were music from and inspired by the motion picture. Oh, that always made me mad. It was like, this wasn't in the movie. Nope. Yep. Uh-huh. I mean... Like the Escape from L.A. soundtrack. It's a pretty cool soundtrack. It had a lot of music from bands I liked at that time period. It was marketed to me. But yeah, none of that music was even in the movie. So, yeah. So in line with that, in line with that, like um, one when I was in high school, that was huge as far as like the soundtracks to own was uh, Dazed and Confused. So is that, I mean, like, is that because it's a soundtrack or is that just because that's the, that's the music of the era, man. That's the music of the era, but that worked for dazed and confused because dazed and dazed and confused was all about just being a movie about that era. Right. So, well, yeah, they released multiple soundtracks. There was even more dazed and confused. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. At least two of them might've been a third one for all I know. Yeah, with Days and Confused, it kind of works because, I don't know, it's all about, normally if you try to jam that much music into a movie, 
it doesn't work. And this is something I notice in a lot of stuff now, current, is where it's just every scene's got like a different pop song or something in it. It's like, nope, nope, this is not good. But something like Days to Confuse kind of works because that's what instantly, even if you weren't in the 70s, if you weren't alive then, it puts you in that time period. Um, well, and they follow so many different characters, I guess, that you're going to get a lot of different versions of the 70s in that same story. And they're all they're all kids. They're all kids and teenagers that would be listening to music nonstop. I mean, right. when you're a lot of times, not everybody, but when you're a teen, like, that's what you do. And if you don't, there's something wrong with you. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say that's Days to Confuse is one of the few ones that gets like a a pass or like a, a you know, gets a pass for flagrant commercialism of its soundtrack. Right. It still works. Oh, okay. That's Sammy boy, I'm catching up on your comments. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. It is a great shout. Yeah. Yeah. All good. All so right. I well, some of my uh, more favorite songs uh, are honestly some of the more like they're not, you're not going to hear them on the radio. You know, they're directly tied to a movie like Indiana Jones. Theme. You hear it. You go right to Indiana Jones. Oh, sure. Anything John Williams. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like John Williams repertoire pretty much. It's just you know exactly where it is. You're going right there. I mean, that man has done some iconic uh, orchestral work. That kind of feels like a cheat, but not really because I mean I mentioned one of mine was the Inception soundtrack, and I think that is it. it an outlier if you look at like Hans Zimmer's work as a whole, because there are certain things that when you listen to like any of the Dark Knight trilogy score that he did, some of it's gonna you like you could pick out which movie, but for the most part, it all just kind of blends together. Um, I like that sound, but it's not super memorable. Inception at least has some things; it has traits that most people could pick. It's got the blah. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that's one thing that like a lot of movies don't haven't done for a long time is really nailed super memorable scores and themes. And uh, yeah, John Williams is obviously kind of like the king of that, but you know, think uh, Batman, the, the 19, right. you know, the Tim Burton era, Batman, um, stuff like that. Kind of, I don't know. I'd say we'd name. almost be remiss if we didn't mention um, Randy Andrews soundtrack alley. Uh, you interviewed him at Okamicon mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, kind of talked about that. He really digs into this stuff. Um, when I also, when I think of, uh, and, uh, Randy Andrews makes me think of this too. Um, Planet of the Apes was one of those that had kind of an iconic soundtrack. And then, uh, they kind of called back to it in the most recent trilogy, at least in the second movie. Uh, they had like this. So, go ahead. Oh, I just feel like they had this almost like banging on pipes type of sound to it. Yeah, I was going to say Planet of the Apes yeah. de- definitely has a unique and and memorable soundtrack but or score, but it's not the kind that you can hum to. No, no, not at all. It's just it, one that is like instantly recognizable. Yeah. yeah it sounds like you carry a tune. It sounds, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it sounds like music monkeys would make, so it fits. You're like, oh, that's Planet of the Apes. Um, sorry, I'm just jump in real quick before I can. My sound keeps cutting out, so I don't even know what you guys are talking about, so I might 
I might just say goodbye because I can't follow. Okay. Well, we're going to end the show here in a minute anyway. Okay. So, um, Melanie. Yes. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Uh, I, I liked your soundtrack picks. Thanks. I know. It, I got <laughs> it made me want to listen to those soundtracks now. I might have to have a uh, I might have to have a '90s soundtrack night and listen to the Spawn soundtrack and the Crow and uh, <laughs> Escape from LA. God, those are all it's all super hyper '90s music. Oh, for real, yeah. Back when music was good. <laughs> we're we're that old. That's how you know you're old. <laughs> Back when music was good. I remember yeah. thinking that as a as a kid. I was like, oh. Someday I'm gonna get that old, where I'm where I'm gonna be like kids today. Their music, and I just don't understand it. Well, we're there. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm I'm constantly glad the internet happened though, because yeah, I still feel like there's lots of good music. None of it's on the radio, but there's yeah, a ton but of you can music. find it. All right, true. Hey, hey, Melanie. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, if you if you want to bail, uh, okay. go ahead and bail. Right. I don't want to keep you on here if you can't hear us. It's it, it cuts in and out, but big chunks of time I can't. Okay, all right. Uh, okay. I'll talk to you guys later then. All right, all right. Take it easy. Okay, bye. Bye. Uh, but yeah. So I don't remember what we were saying, but it's all good. We, we got to wrap this show up here soon, anyway. Um. Oh, I did. have one other. It's not really news, but uh, since we don't really do box office report or which I really like doing. I don't know why. It's just a bunch of rambling, insanely large numbers. Nobody cares. But um, opening this weekend, I took a look through the list. The only thing that really jumped out to me that's super not- like notable is It Chapter 2. That's oh, yeah. This weekend. So you're saying It jumped out at you? Yep. Ooh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It did jump out at me. That's going to be the only thing that hits this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. and I, I know several people that are going to it tonight. Yeah. So the weekend has already started. <laughs> I, I know people that are they're going for their second showing today. Really? Jeez. Yeah. I'm like, it I want to see it. I don't want to see it twice in the same day. Right. Yeah. I want to see how they end the story. <laughs> I'm not even gonna see it in the movies. I, I like horror movies, of course, but I'll wait. I'll wait. I'm right. not gonna see it opening weekend. Well, one, I can't because I'm busy, but yeah, yeah, there are going to be, it's going to be busy. There are a few movies that drag me out on the opening weekend. (sighs) Less and less, less and less. I think, uh, after it was the Lord of the Rings movies that killed me, I was like, nope, you know, I don't know if I enjoyed this. Actually, it was uh, Man of Steel. That was the last one I was excited about, and I had a horrible experience, and now I just don't do opening weekend. Did you have a horrible... Was it the movie, or was it the experience? It was everything. It was everything. And I think <laughs> it colored my review of it, too. I, I think I told this story on the podcast, but basically the short version is they had to restart the movie like three times, and uh, then it, then it stopped working. So they moved us from the $3, or not $3, the 3D version of the movie into the 2D version. So everybody's crammed into one theater, and it still wasn't working great. And uh, so I watched like the opening part of Man of Steel like three, three four, five times, it feels like. It was it was awful. <laughs> um, I went and seen Man of Steel in the theaters twice. 
Oh, that's right. That's the one you liked. Yeah, I did like it. I, I, I'm not a fool. Like I'm not like stubborn to the point where I can look past its issues because it has issues. But I liked Man of Steel quite a bit. I seen it in the theater twice, which is rare for me for any movie anymore. And the DC universe still lost me with the next movie and hasn't gained me back. So, yeah, there are some movies I will go see twice, just because. Star Wars still has me. Mm. And it's still got I'll me. Still, yeah, I'll still be in awe the first time I go see it. So I don't... It's like, okay, it's Star Wars. I don't care. The second time I'll go watch it, okay, now let's actually pay attention and see if I like it or don't like it. You know? If, if you count the spinoffs, I still haven't watched the last three Star Wars movies. And also the fact that wow. I can say I haven't watched the last three Star Wars movies, yet I've still been to the theater to see a Star Wars movie in the last few years means <laughs> Disney, y'all need to slow down. <laughs> For real. For no real. wonder you're seeing diminishing returns. I said, Jesse, I had a similar uh, movie experience with uh, Lord of the Rings. The Oh, yeah. Uh, Battle of Helm's Deep cut out four times right in the middle of it. Oh, that'll ruin it. That's like, like the best part of the, of the whole series of all three of them. Helm's Deep is epic. Yeah. I ended up having to come back another day to finish it. I was so mad. Yeah, yeah. Stood in line for seven hours to watch that movie. Ugh. All right. Well, hey. Um... Movie homework? Yes, movie homework. This is Paul's pick. Uh, because I mean, so if it sucks, it's my turn. If it sucks, it's, it's <laughs> Paul's turn. He probably won't be on the episode next week for some reason. <laughs> Jesse, I mean, Paul. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Has the, has the precedent been set? <laughs> All right. That's weird. <laughs> so we will be back again next week uh, with some movie homework. So listeners, if any of you feel like checking this out, we're going to watch stardust from 2007 i've never seen it uh it's available on netflix right now we're gonna watch that this coming week and then we'll talk about it next week same well same channel anyway i don't know about the time we might move the show channel some Grolix time follow me follow me here and you'll get notified when we go live you know how live cast works if you don't that's how it works so uh <laughs> yeah we're gonna talk about stardust which is not anything that's on my radar paul why did you suggest this I've seen it a couple times, and it's it's one of Netflix's hidden gems. It apparently came out in 2007. Never knew about it. Wife and I stumbled huh. across it one time and said, hmm, this seems interesting. And it was. Well, you recommended it, and I was like, Stardust, what's this? And I went and looked at it, <laughs> and based purely on the cast list alone, I was like, okay, let's do it. Because it, and then I had to look. <laughs> I looked at the cast list first, and I was like, "Is this from the '90s?" And then I had to look at the year. It is, you know, kind of old at this point, but 2007. Um, but this has Claire Danes, and I was like, "I could use a Claire Danes fix." Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Robert De Niro, uh, you know, a, a bunch of notable people. Uh, also, Charlie Cox, and I'm like, "2007, Charlie Cox, Daredevil himself." Daredevil, Charlie Cox. Yeah, hey, like, I mean, 
maybe I just didn't know Charlie Cox, but it's also got Jason Fleming, Ricky Gervais, uh, Rupert Everett, Peter O'Toole. Like th- it's, there's there's a cast on this thing, so it's like okay, yeah, Henry Cavill. Oh my god, that's thing, crazy. I mean, you got the, Daredevil and Batman or Superman. What is this movie? I mean, Martha. To have not you know made you know waves anywhere seems weird. Um, I, I did not know what this movie is, but also isn't this uh, this is based on something, right? So yeah, it's a. Uh, Based off of a Neil Gaiman book. Okay, and that was the other. Oh connection. yeah, as the other like, connection. What? Why do I recognize the title? That's why. Yes, he was a producer on the film. That doesn't usually mean anything. Yeah, it's based on his novel. Okay. Screenplay by Jane Goldman and Matthew Vaughn. Who's Matthew Vaughn? Why is that? That name seems familiar. Okay, that's not who I thought it was. Thank God. Which I thought was interesting, <laughs> considering last week I said you know I could read Gaiman all day. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is a gaming piece? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. So it, it fits. There's several connections that make it interesting to me and also kind of make it feel like a Grolic's appropriate movie. So let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I warn you, it does start off kind of slow. Well, okay. In that case, let's just watch Girls with Balls. <laughs> <laughs> I will find you. Don't <laughs> I, will, I will pain listeners. There's a movie pain. on Netflix. There's a movie on Netflix. I risk even mentioning it, but Girls with Balls. Don't go watch it. It's a bad movie. As a but recommend it to anybody you don't like. <laughs> I don't know, Paul. You didn't have to watch it. We didn't actually pick it. I was just like, well, maybe we'll do this one. We'll put it up for vote. No, uh, I'm aware of that. But it was like, you know what? The premise sounded good. That's exactly it. Uh, I was like, hey, it, it, it sounds cheesy, but it could be fun. No, it was not. It, was not good. It, it, it sounded like it had all the elements of a good movie. I'm and glad you did. watched it, and I'm glad I watched it. So, so we have that. There's somebody out there that has that shared pain, that shared experience. <laughs> I mean, it had all the elements of a good movie. They just, just didn't bring didn't any of them. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, Stardust. Um Beyond that, let's see what's coming up. Uh, there will be a special episode of Grolic Cinematic Universe, as I mentioned earlier in the show. That's our movie spinoff podcast in which uh, usually we pick a themed double feature of films, review those things, and then pitch our own ver- our versions of a shared cinematic universe between those films. Ideally, the films are wildly different and should never be meshed together, and that makes it more fun. Um you can check that show out. It's available everywhere. But we will have a special episode coming up in which we kind of abandon the premise a little bit. Uh, we will be discussing the first three Friday the 13th films because coming up next week already, which means we need to get recorded, recording this real soon, uh, is a Friday the 13th. So, yeah, figured like it seems like a good time to throw together Friday the 13th special. Um, Urgence of Jason Voorhees. Yeah, so the first three, because the dude doesn't get, pick up the iconic mask till the third one. So I was like, well, if we're going to have Jasper watch these, and I'm pretty sure Jasper's never seen the early ones, we got to at least make him watch to the till he gets the hockey mask. For real, yeah. And then coming up also sometime on Grolic's podcast, our regular show, uh, we will be discussing, speaking of Neil Gaiman, uh, Sandman. Right. 
talking about the first, well, it's the first trade paperback, but the first eight issues, I guess, of Sandman. So, Randy, I'm going to put you on the spot. Have you started this thing yet? Huh? Have I mean, you started you be, this you thing? You must be cutting out a little bit or something. I, I, I keep, you can't, you hear, can't hear? You can't hear me? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> I need to make no, dude, you need to, to, st- you need to start this because I... I'm reading this and I'm like, oh my god, this this would have been the obvious follow up to uh, to uh, Swamp yeah. Thing. Oh, interesting. Okay, it's, no, it's I- a good, you know, it's in that same wheelhouse uh, of uh, Hell Blazer and Swamp Thing and all that, and I'm digging it. Well, here's yeah, the I, mind I blower. Pick it up. <laughs> here's the mind bender. We usually can't get <laughs> Melanie to touch the comics until like the night before we record an episode. She's already reread this. That's right. So technically, oh, man. she's read this twice, and she reread it like last week. So, uh, no, I know. I need get. I need to get on it. I'm sure I'll enjoy it too. Um, it's just as soon as I binge, just as soon as I binge Friday the Thirteenth Part One through Three. <laughs> so I'll start that. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, but no excuses. <laughs> it's all good. I'm recording podcast episode like almost every day this week. It's kind of amazing. It's not, I'm not complaining about that. I'm enjoying that, but uh, you know, I, I got a plate. It's full. <laughs> you, you've got a plate. It's a hot plate. It's a hot plate. It's a full hot plate. It overrunneth my, pl- you know, that old expression, my plate overrunneth. That's what they say, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what overrunneth. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm sorry if that's a little too biblical for y'all. <laughs> what? I don't know what's happening. Oh, we've gone off the rails. Uh, honestly, and I, hey, on the plus side, we made pimpage fun because it sometimes isn't. That's all I got for pimpage. I don't think there's anything else going on. I there's more things I'd like to do, but I'm not committing to anything. So I mean, nobody that's listening right now is gonna is probably gonna hear this in time. Uh, but maybe on the replay, uh, come see Paul and I this weekend. On Saturday, we'll be in Grand Island. If you're if you're even remotely local to us, um, we'll be there or from. Fly in. I think it's like what's that? I said or fly in. Yeah, just fly fly to Grand. I don't even think they have an airport. <laughs> but I mean, feel free. Yeah, do it. Helicopter. To, spoilers. Grand Island is not an island. No, it's, not. it's in Nebraska. There's no yeah. number, there's no islands in Nebraska, just so you know. It was almost an island. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Sometimes. No, it, it it's the Grand <laughs> specifically because I had to do some legwork to find the link for this guys on the last episode uh grand mini con if you search grand mini con on facebook you'll be able to find the event um, yes so if you're in the area definitely check that out i agree uh, yeah that's the only thing i got all right um yeah that's all i got so let's hey thanks mark 777 oh he liked our he'll i bet he liked my plate joke <laughs> <laughs> I know that God joined early. It's not the they mark play. of the beast. It's the mark of the 777. Yeah. It's, good. it's a good mark. Yeah. Uh, all right. So <laughs> I just got the mark thing. Duh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Time to wrap it up. <laughs> a little punchy. All right. Hey, listeners, thanks for checking us out. Uh, if you liked what you heard, we do this every week. Uh, to varying effect. <laughs> and uh, we also put out 
episodes of the show. Search us up. Just search, put, type Grolix in anywhere with podcasts. You'll find us. And uh, I got some outro music this week. Actually, proper outro music. Oh, oh, I'm, ex- I'm excited should, to hear what this is. Yeah. Should be fading in now. So thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, you guys have a good week and a good weekend. Yeah, you too. Islands of Grolix. <laughs> it is tropical. Sometimes you start making a theme song and then you should stop, but you don't. That's what happens. That's what happens. You know, this, that actually just reminded me of another soundtrack, uh, Cocktail. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Man, that's, that soundtrack blew up. Uh, it, Miami Vice. There we go. That I mean, uh, that's kind of obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. The Predator. Melanie's oh, not man, here, yeah. so she can't tell me the Predator score is not memorable. Oh, yeah. Just because you don't remember it doesn't mean it's not memorable. <laughs> <laughs> the original Predator score. So, Oh, yeah. I mean, I couldn't sing it for you now, but it, it's good. But once it kicks in, you're like, oh, yeah. And anytime it's referenced in future movies, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm Just jump you Kind of like the over-the-top soundtrack. <laughs> Over the top. Like yep. you hear it, it's like, oh, yeah. I've never watched it. I have a feeling it's going to pop up on GCU someday. <laughs> oh, and it, it needs to. I was going to say, you don't really need to see it, but uh, for GCU, you do. Oh, yeah. That needs to be mashed up with something. It feels like the kind of movie that should be on that show. Yeah, I guess that's the only other pimpage I have. Is we're, movie. we're doing horror movies next season, so uh, I guess over the top will have to go be put off a little bit, but horror movies, GCU, oh, it's happening. Awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, that sounds like we need to let Paul go. Hi. The kid said bye. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, Paul, take it easy. Jesse, you too. Everybody else also, I guess. Uh, thanks for joining <laughs> us. And you guys, thanks for thanks for co-hosting with me as always. Yeah, you this, bet. This, Later. this would not be fun by myself. <laughs> 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 right, right. All right. Take it easy, everybody. Later.